0: Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is for anyone... Ready, willing, and able to heal their Mama Drama Trauma. Ready is I am worthy to be healed. Willing is I am receptive to what Great Mother has for my life beyond MDT. And being able is knowing I am free. I am free to make this choice moment by moment, day by day, to live MDT free. Get your deck today at MamaDramaTrauma.com. Info. I'm a divine child of the Great Mother, Father God. Divine Today's divine question for Great mother, mother from the I'm Mama the Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck is, how do we go no contact with loving detachment? I am Great Mother, this stills my voice, of the Holy Spirit and Divine Mother. Hello, and welcome back to Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck podcast. If this is your first time... I'm Tammy Taylor, your Manifestation Muse, and here we talk about a condition that we can heal from if we're ready, willing, and able to do so. That condition is MDT, and it is a trauma that has caused us to question ourselves and therefore to have a sense of insecurity that is immobilizing, okay? It's defined as a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child causing emotional and or physical trauma in cases where she is unable, unwilling, and unavailable to heal her own MDT because it is a cycle, Loving detachment is required for the child to live a healthy, happy, and whole life. This is all downloaded from Great Mother, by the way, Uh, including the deck downloaded from her by me in the course of becoming an inner work life coach. I've been guided through my healing over the last 15 years to channel the experience into supporting others as all wounded healers do as we all are in one unique way or the other and so this is mine and this is how she came through to me when i asked the question in the beginning when not so much out of not wanting to tell my story, I don't have a problem telling my story, I opened up, you know, if anybody can tell the story, I can. You know, I've been in no contact for a while. Um, I knew my story wasn't everyone's story because as soon as people started sharing their stories, that became quite obvious. And so in becoming a professional and really over a lifetime of studying psychology and, and inner work and the things that many of us on the people-pleasing end of the continuum of MDT do, we want to healthfully channel this empathy that we have. We have an intrinsically empathetic, empathic um, sense about us, and it is a very difficult energy to balance without having a channel for it. And what starts out as, you know, a curse, becoming hypersensitive due to abandonment and abuse issues becomes a blessing when we learn how to use that ability to first heal ourselves and then heal others, but then we have to learn boundaries, okay? And so a lot of this work has to do with boundaries because that was the answer to my prayer, to my question. I said, Great Mother, show me how to do this work in a way that supports people wherever they come from, whatever story they have about mama drama trauma. This definition is Very broad and applies to so many people. What tool can I share? Excuse me. What tool can I share that will assure people between sessions? At the time, that was my question. Between sessions, without me having to say, "Well, what I did and all this kind of stuff." What? What is it, Great Mother? You know. And having created an oracle deck before. But it was just my use, really. I used it in a couple of sessions, but I really wasn't thinking in terms of a deck per se, although I thought that would be really cool because I like, you know, um, grids and maps and, you know, all of the signs and symbols and things. And that is how our gift comes through is what our joy is. You know, fifth house in astrology, that sun, that soul. Well, within two weeks, the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck was created all the signs and symbols. At the time, I knew about the moon, the full moon and the new moon, but the phases in between and how they work and actually how they're connected to the chakras and therefore the planets and our birth chart and our moon sign and all that has come in the subsequent five, six years of the initial publication of this deck. And so um, that is for you, you know, again, joining us to know that uh, for the first time, this is for you. You know, this is for you. This is created f- specifically. F- f- i like to say, finally, a deck for us. You know, those of us who are on that end of the continuum. You know, we know about tarot, and we've dabbled in astrology, and we, we've learned all of these different ways to mother ourselves, to get that metta that matter, that materialized mother in our lives when we need to access wisdom when that mother wit is not readily available or we cannot recognize it Great Mother speaks through the readings to give us that gentle prodding and where to focus our light where our shades and shadows are that keep us from feeling her love because her love is always ready, able, and available you know so today we want to ask great mother about no contact but specifically we want to ask her and the more specific our questions are the better by the way this question about no contact off the rip, we know is about emancipation. So there's six suits in the deck, and they're based on the acronym ASPIRE, because we aspire to live in loving detachment. Detachment is an Al-Anon principle of not blaming the person or blaming yourself, but realizing that it's healthy for you to detach from the emotional dependency of an individual you love very much and you've been showing love in ways that do not honor your authentic self. And they've been attached to you in ways that do not honor their authentic self, which we know is as a divine child as well because we're all dearly loved divine children, the great mother, father, God. And we begin to... Live according to that principle of detachment. You know, in fact, I think I have that right here. Yeah, I have it right here. They used to get flyers out. Everything is online now, but I'm going through my office here, and I have, Detachment is neither kind nor unkind. It does not imply judgment or condemnation of the person or situation from which we are detaching. This is from the Al-Anon uh, literature, Family Group Headquarters, um, a little flyer here I'm reading. Detachment is neither kind nor unkind. It does not imply judgment or condemnation. Remember, we're dearly loved, divine children, the great mother, father, God, who are never judged or condemned, okay, of the person or situation from which we are detaching. Separating ourselves from the adverse effects of another person's alcoholism can be a means of detaching, This does not necessarily require physical separation. Detachment can help us look at our situations realistically and objectively. Alcoholism is a family disease. Living with the effects of someone else's drinking is too devastating for most people to bear without help. We heal with others in community, we do not heal alone. That's why I have this literature still, because I was in the group, Al-Anon, and it was extremely important in my early days of healing. And so in Al-Anon, we learn nothing we say or do can cause or stop someone else's drinking. We learn the three Cs. We did not cause it, we cannot cure it, and we cannot control it. And these are things we have to just repeat to ourselves over and over again in the beginning because it is step-by-step a new lifestyle. We are not responsible for another person's disease or recovery from it. So it could be any type of um, addiction. You know, addiction, whether it's to alcohol, to clothes, to food, to sex, to news. Um, Addiction is about pain avoidance. It's about believing in something that is so painful. Let, let's say, you believe that you should be able to control your mother's behavior. If only you know you could be a better child. You know, and so there's the people, pleaser that I know about so well. Did everything. Went to the heights of society, you know, um, briefly, because that really wasn't my gag at the end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, I'm sorry, my gig. um, I am a very simple person. (laughs) Very. And so my lifestyle is very different, and I'm successful in my own right. So that is loving detachment you know honoring that that might be something that I'm being judged against but that disease of keeping up with the Joneses the people pleasing that you know I don't have that anymore and I'm not trying to control hers or anybody else's addiction to that stuff anymore if that's what they want to do you know I have no control over that. I didn't cause it. You know, I can't cure that. Um even in doing the inner work life coaching, I'm not I don't cure anything. You know, I support people in their own healing process. So it says detachment allows us to let go of our obsession with another's behavior and begin to lead happier and more manageable lives, lives with dignity and rights, lives guided by a power greater than ourselves. We can still love the person without liking the behavior. So we learn not to suffer because of the actions or reactions of other people. It just, over a period of time of practicing it, moon after moon after moon after moon and right now we are in a solar eclipse new moon cycle all solar eclipses are new moons that dark moon covers the sun it eclipses the sun it makes the sun put on some shades and say you gonna need some shades from me for a minute cause I'm about to drop you some knowledge son." I'm eclipsing you. And what it brings up are things that we've taken for granted. Burdens we've been carrying and not paying attention to. Bodily pains, emotional pains and struggles that we haven't honored for what they are trying to teach and share with us before they become too painful. And so this pain avoidance not wanting to look at this thing that we've been believing. You know, when I was believing, I needed to control my mother. When I was believing, I needed to control other people and and try to cure them because all you have to do is think differently and, you know, change your life. That doesn't do anything but create this addictive, controlling behavior and eventually too much control leads to being out of control. And that's even worse because it just feeds and it just feeds. And then life becomes miserable once again. And so this is how we get discouraged. And I want to be a resource to support you from making those mistakes without a way out. We're all going to make mistakes, but I want this to be a resource for you to say, well, golly, you know, I've been doing that, or I can see myself easily getting into that, but this is an option for me. And the option here today is realizing that in that practice of not allowing ourselves to be used or abused by others, um... In the interest of another's person's recovery, you know, say, for example, this person is trying to heal from MDT or alcoholism or whatever, but they're very, very needy, and uh, they need a lot of support in order to do it. Like I said, we do not heal alone. And so just like you are listening to this to get the support you need, they need to expand into more resources And usually people have many resources that they don't want to tap into out of shame, out of blame, out of guilt. And so we don't allow ourselves to be used or abused by others. And so if it's okay to support someone in that process, and that's supporting you without codependency, that's great. But if that is causing you undue harm, this is where we get into building boundaries and what detachment is really about. So how do we plant the seeds of no-contact success? And success, we know, is loving detachment. How do we lovingly not allow ourselves to be used or abused by others in the interest of their recovery? Recovery is a good thing. How do we not suffer because of the actions or reactions of other people? We love them and we care about them. How do we not do for others what they can do for themselves when that's all we've ever done? and yeah, we know what they can do. They can do it, but it's just complicated and it always creates a problem cuz I have to explain it again and you know, what is all that about? All these little games we're always playing. We can let them go with loving detachment. Just not engage anymore. How do we not manipulate situations so others will eat, go to bed, get up, pay bills, not drink our children? You know, we still want to mother them. That never goes away. That never goes away. Or we still want to be mothered by them. Many of us with MDT have children that we have placed in the maternal role in some way or another. They owe us, they owe us, they owe us. They need to behave in ways that we see fit in order for all to be right with the world. And it's the same from the child point of view with the mother. She needs to show love the way I see fit for me to deem it a worthy maternal love. And that is when Great Mother gave to me that answer to the question I asked Great mother, how do we know when we're healed from MDT? I've been going around this healing cycle for so many times, and being a professional, I do know there is a time at which either there's deep reflection that's needed before a major decision needs to be made to bring things to closure, or a realization from that reflection comes that that closure is not coming anytime soon, maybe even this lifetime. And how do I live with that? Either way, there has to be space for us to, as she said, let go of the mother or child we want so that we can accept the mother or child that we have. And that child or mother that we have is an archetype we can learn from. There are... 36 archetypes in the deck. And these archetypes line up with the chakras and the lunar phases in such amazing ways with your moon sign that you can identify what what themes are playing in your life and what role you're playing and study the mythology of that archetype and how they dealt with it. These programs have already been set up on the planet And just like the planets in our birth chart activate areas in our lives, once we're aware of their energy, their frequency, how they actually work, what they actually mean, what the practical reality of this energy is showing up as in my life, then we can make powerfully conscious decisions about how we manifest things in the world. And I'm excited about the father deck that's coming out um, with regard to this aspect. So with Great Mother, we want to be sure that with loving detachment, we're not approaching it as something that's, oh my gosh, this is going to create so much havoc and this is going to be a crisis, you know, initiating this lifestyle and being so fearful. Yes, that's understandable because it's different and oftentimes going in a completely opposing direction than where you have been in the past. But isn't that exactly what you need? Again, becoming conscious of the energy. We don't have to study astrology to learn how to be conscious of energy. We know what the energy is when we walk into a room. It just requires paying attention. So that's great mother energy. It's paying attention to the beliefs that we're setting up because our beliefs are the source of pain. And pain avoidance is about avoiding what we have chosen to believe, consciously or unconsciously. If we are choosing to believe it's going to be an outrageously difficult effort to heal, that's exactly what it is. There are intrinsic challenges to this soul contract. And when you get the deck, all of this is explained very simply, as well as the definitions of each card is very simply explained, you know just as I'm saying it repetitively here on the podcast relative to the questions that are being asked, but there are some themes that I'm sure those of you who are with us are picking up and this theme of letting go of the mother we want so we can accept the one that we have, letting go of the child we want so we can accept the one that we have. Knowing what you have, who are you dealing with? Not taking it personal to such a degree that the person isn't allowed to have their own authentic being and choice in themselves. We have enough to deal with. (laughs) It's enough to awaken to this. That doesn't have to be difficult and impossibly challenging. It just has to be a choice. But not all of us are ready. Not all of us feel that we're worthy of that kind of power. And not all of us are willing we don 't all feel like we are in a place where we can be receptive to this message it takes it happens when it happens you know we don 't all feel able we don 't feel we don 't all feel free enough, but in the gospels, you know this is what we 're called to do i mean if, if you 're a Christian, you know uh, the Sermon on the Mount Jesus basically called the disciples, his followers, anybody who's a follower of Christ, although the word Christian isn't mentioned in the Bible once, they were deemed that instead of disciples. Disciples is a much more uh, accurate definition because a disciple truly of Christ is someone who proclaimed liberty to the spiritual captives, joy to those, in the bondage of fear, And to heal the sick in accordance with the will of my Father in heaven. So that solar energy, that sun energy that is being eclipsed today. As we ask Great Mother, and I'm going to go ahead and start shuffling the deck here for our question. And the Great Mother Speaks podcast is where you'll get the deeper meaning behind the reading if you want to tune into that and you're new with us. Well, today our reading is about that loving detachment, the heart of it. The legal definition of no contact, and this is necessary when we just are so immobilized and so depressed And so just not wanting to live because we don't have the love that we need in our lives, we go no contact. You know, we don't want to live in the toxicity of the relationship with our mother or with our children Okay, maybe we have healed our MDT, but because we have healed through a process, which we all heal through that took some time while we were raising our children, they have it, and they're not ready, willing, and able to heal and not listening to us. So wherever you find yourself in this dynamic This reading is about honoring that time and space that we need to heal. And the extreme end of that time and space need is complete no contact. And so the legal definition of it is usually instructing a defendant of the courts who has had a restraining order due to a violent um, indictment, okay? They may not have necessarily been convicted, but certainly if they have been convicted of a crime, this defendant is instructed by the courts to have no in-person contact with the alleged victim, The definition is usually instructing the defendant not to have any in-person contact with the alleged victim. Now, since as the child, that cannot be imposed on the parent, and as the parent, that is sometimes difficult to impose upon the child... We have to then ask ourselves, in this daily practice of living in loving detachment, using the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck, as great mother, how do we go no contact with loving detachment? What are the seeds of no contact success for me? Now, we're using the four-card spread. The four-card spread is from the E-Suit of Emancipation. And the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck. And when you pull up your PDF guidebook, the Emancipation Suit releases external validation and attachments. So anything outside of that internal asking yourself, that still small voice asking Great Mother, what is best for me, the Emancipation Suit releases. Maya, Inner Eye Chakra, Black New Moon card. Liberates the reader from illusion so the new moon card is always the first card of each suit and it goes backwards from balsamic moon ending with crescent moon because the healing journey is a grievous journey with great mother speaks and so we begin by letting go not by building we end with building we end with planting the seed of success we don't know the seed of success yet right? okay And so this new moon black card, Maya, inner eye chakra, liberates the reader from illusion. Anana, inner eye chakra, crescent moon, the final card, fully embraces divinity identity. And we know the free spirits creed, I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned, or left alone. That is the creed of divinity identity. Asserting, reclaiming that we are dearly loved divine children with the birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. That's what no contact has as its goal. The ultimate goal is to be happy. And so how can we be happy if we're angry and we're enraged while we are no contact? It may begin that way, and most naturally, it will begin that way. But again, as a resource in how to get from the rage, the ungroundedness that comes from the abandonment and abuse of mama drama trauma, it's important to share what the practical aspect of becoming more loving and more detached is? What is that process? So in the guidebook, it says that emancipation spreads are four-card spreads. These are spreads that have to do with really being able to center, balance, and align with the divine self, you know, that inner self. So, the first card is the present situation. The second card is the block in that situation. The third card is the action needed. That's some yang energy there with that emancipation. We always have to make a decision with emancipation because it is our personal soul power. And the outcome card is the last card. So i've just put the four cards down here and what great mother is coming through and she's saying is the present situation generally with those of us under the sound of my voice is that we have so many gifts talents and abilities that we're approaching this question with we are brimming over with the ability, the willingness, the readiness to really tackle this question as it is asked. How do we go no contact? And again, it might not be completely like me. It could just be, okay, I need to do this this summer. I need to do it this weekend. I need to do it today. You have the gift, talents, and abilities to do that presently. You have that right now in you. The present is a gift. The block is your heart is broken. Our hearts are broken. This card is broken slash open heart. So my heart is open to reconciling at this point of having gone through the rage I'm open when she's ready, willing, or able. This lifetime or the next, whenever. Most of us may be feeling this brokenness. And this brokenness having to do with just feeling deflated. And it's been that feeling of deflation that has made us think we don't have the gifts, talents, and abilities to overcome this. But you do. You absolutely do. And for those of you like me who have an open heart, when she's ready, willing, and able to meet you in a space that's loving enough to be absent of abandonment behavior, abusive language and behavior... You're good. That's the block. That's the block to your gifts, talents, and abilities, having the opportunity to even be expressed, to be shared. And again, this goes both ways. You know, the child is not open. You have the gifts, talents, and abilities to address the situation. You may not have felt you did because your heart is so broken. You may still have this tendency to kind of feel like, I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. You know, I, you know, I'm really not receptive. But you are. Most of you know that you are. You know that you've done all that you can do. It's the feeling that I'm getting in terms of the seeds of success and this cycle of healing mama drama trauma. This seed of the raw inner eye card, and again on. Um, All social media, this spread will be shown. And you can see the beautiful colors. All the white cards are the light side of the moon. The growing moon and the dark cards are the waning side of the moon cards. And we have two of each. The rock card, the present situation, is the light card of the waxing gibbous moon card right before the full moon. And so this waxing third eye energy, you just have been thinking and rethinking and analyzing and reanalyzing the situation to you've come to this conclusion that I have done all I can do in this situation and all that's left is for me to be met halfway the dark card is the block Sheila Nagig which is heart chakra energy, waning gibbous moon energy after the full moon where there's this kind of release after that full blossoming this, this very slight wiltering of the rose, very so, oh, so subtle wiltering. But it has to do with that full energy having been pulled, that full fragrance having been pulled during the full moon. It's still there, it's still permeating, but it's beginning to fade. And so this brokenness is beginning to fade. Okay. This open heartedness has been so bright and so open that it's come to this space of okay i'm even ready to release what i need to release in order to balance myself and maybe that openness needs to be shared more internally with me that's what the dark cards also indicate not just the shadow but the inner world and so the shield and card broken open heart chakra card this Waning Gibbous energy is of this contraction after the full moon because of a broken heart or an open heart. You know, it can go either way. But that's the blockage to you being able to share your awareness about healing this situation. What she's saying is the action needed is the light card of Kuan Yin, crescent heart energy of self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Unconditional love does not require appreciation. Appreciation not required. We give Not for love, but from love. And the crescent energy, the last card of the suit, is planting that seed of self-compassion that says, I'm worth paying attention to myself. I'm worth the light coming through in my life just for me to seed my success so that I can love myself, to love you enough to let you go, to honor your need to be who you are at this time and how you are without me taking it personally, without me needing to fix it, to control it, to cure it. I know I didn't cause it. Because the final outcome card, as a result of this self-compassion and really focusing in on yourself and seeding this love for yourself, is the sacral chakra, the second chakra card of follow your intuition. It's third quarter moon energy, which is that release phase. It's the dark card of letting go. It is the let go card. All the third quarter moon cards are great father cards and this is the law of divine father. okay We have law of divine mother we have law of mystery and divine order. Um, and the second chakra suit, the law of divine father, is about acting on our intuition. so she's saying that the answer our question how do we go no contact with loving detachment is by trusting and knowing that that is what is needed for us to be healthy, happy and whole at this time by being self-compassionate paying attention to what our heart has shown us to be true for us If our hearts are still broken, we still need time and space. Honor that. If you need it, she needs it. If you need it, they need it. If your heart is open, you need no contact because of the continued rejection, the continued abandonment, the continued neglect, the continued abuse. You're open, you're open, you're open. But being kicked to the curb, ridiculed, ignored, that kind of thing in terms of what you are authentically offering from your heart. The open heart is not being taken away in that sense, but the open heart is a blockage to you following your intuition, which is telling you it's time to redirect the energy of that open heart as we were speaking of earlier with the empathic tendencies that those on the people-pleasing continuum have, end of the continuum. The other end of the continuum is the aggressive behavior, passive-aggressive, being in the middle, saying and doing two different things, but the aggressive end of the continuum is really about this outward, this external attempt to control through some way of demonstrating I'm worthy of your love, not this kind of intuitive, emotional way that empathic people uh, tend to try to anticipate the needs of the child to the degree of possibly smothering or some other uh imbalanced empathic way the aggressive end of the continuum will expressively say i did this i did that you should do this um it's an outwardly controlling energy and so for the young energy that is healthy in this instance great mother is saying the law of divine father is act on your intuition You're still a small voice that keeps pointing you back to your gifts, your talents, and abilities. But because you never give yourself the time and space that you need to invest in that inquiry, in that process, in that exploration on a daily basis to discover what your gifts, talents, and abilities have for you because you have to walk them out, you never know. Because you keep diverting your energy toward mama drama trauma. And so it's time to let go of any and everything that is keeping you from following that intuition that it's time for you to trust that you know what is best for you now and you need your energy for that, that is best for you and most meaningful for you to share with the world. So that is what Great Mother has for us today with regard to the seeds of no contact success i hope that has been useful for you and to you at this particular time encouraging in your journey to live mdt free and of course for more information go to mamadramatrauma.info but above all and most of all remember great mother loves you and i do too Subscribe to Great Mother Speaks Podcast for the meaning behind the message.